everybody. Welcome to day five, part five, the final day of our end of the year discussions. Our final. The five inning? Our season five finale. Uh, I am Dry Archuleta, joined today by E. Hello. And Robbie. Hi. And we are joined together. <laughs> in holy matrimony. <laughs> to talk about. Holy macaroni. Um, in holy macaroni. To talk about our top 10 list for all the movies we watched for the podcast this year. Yippee. Um, I don't know how this is going to... It's going to be interesting. Like we, I feel like we're more opinionated this year than we were last year. I would say I think it's more contentious. Yeah. That too. Yeah. I think there's a lot of really good stuff up for a winner here. Whereas I think last year maybe... We had some stinkers we all just knew were absolute stinkers. Yeah. So uh, I feel like the easy part of the list last year is like, yeah, I can cut that. Yeah, we can we, I feel like that. we cut like we half of it that. without even thinking. Yeah, yeah. Last year was, I feel like our end of the year, our last episode last year was like 45 minutes or something like that. It was like super fast. So we're shooting for 20. Yeah. So just whatever is below Clerks 3, just cut that real quick. <laughs> Anything above it, cut that too. <laughs> <laughs> all right. I think that's the top 10. <laughs> Um, thanks all for joining us. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, so I guess we should read off all of the things. Okay. Uh, five at a time. Five at a time. All right. I'll start it off. Should we start at the beginning of the year or end of the year? Uh, let's start at the beginning of the year. All right. You can read from down here and then, uh, one's going to go in here that I don't actually remember when it was, but it was there. Oh yeah. 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 Was that on any of our lists before? No. Oh. oh we just missed the thing then. <laughs> Whoops. All right. Well, this year we watched three billboards outside Ebbing, Missouri, Grave of the Fireflies, Batman Begins, Bullet Train, and Pitch Black. Lou Over the Wall, Scary Movie 1, The Departed, Back to the Future Part 1, The Dark Knight. Not Another Teen Movie. Wolf of Wall Street, Brightburn, Power Rangers 2017, Astartes, which was the Is This a Movie winner, Terrifier, Fargo, which we're probably not counting, but it's on the list. But it's on the list. <laughs> Beauty and Just the Beast deleted. 2017, Beauty and the Beast 1991, Bell 2021, Uncharted, Back to the Future Part 2, Scary Movie 2, the Dark Knight Rises, and The Wall, Rise of the Planet of the Apes, Paprika, Skim and a Rink, Clerks 2, Arrival, Back to the Future Part 3, Dawn of the Planet of the Apes, Tenet, The Conjuring, and Terrifier 2, Slither, Ouija, Origins of Evil, Ernest and Celestine, Holdovers, Clerks 3. And I should probably just say War of the Planet of the Apes because that was the last one we watched. Nope, it gets removed now. It's the odd one out. <laughs> and War of the Planet of the Apes. Um, yeah, that's what we watched this year, and we're going to get it down to 10 movies that we all think everybody should watch. Is that how this list works? I, I think it less. just is 10 and movies that are on the list. That are real good? That, that are on the list. Real good on the list, and then <laughs> I think we try to say which one was the best in, like, in descending order. I think we should just alphabetically list them from this point on. <laughs> That'll take longer. <laughs> <laughs> it probably would, actually. Anyways, I'm removing Scary Movie. It doesn't deserve to even be here. Hold yes. on, hold on, hold on. <laughs> scary Movie right. 1 and 2, they're <laughs> off the list. Uh, Bell? Bell, easily yeah, off the fair. list. Just the I, things... I think I like that movie the most, and even I was very milk toast about that movie. Yeah, It things. has good visuals, and if you like that music, it has a good soundtrack. I like sure. the music. But if you don't like that music, there's nothing. Yeah. <laughs> there's still good visuals. There's still good visuals. Yeah, there's a whale. What if you're blind? Uh, there's a good soundtrack. What if you don't like that music? Well, there's good visuals. What if you're blind? This is a pretty good soundtrack. What if you don't like that music? <laughs> <laughs> so this is how we're going to make this 45 minutes long at least. <laughs> Robbie just like on his own sorts it out as we try to just keep ping-ponging back. Um. All right. What else can we cut? For how much you guys talked about shit about that movie, I guess Brightburn would be Brightburn, easy cut. Oh, yeah. yeah. Brightburn. Uh, Lou over the wall. Yeah. Ernest. 
Ernest and Celestine. Like I said, I was kind of milquetoast about that one too. Pitch Black, probably. Pitch Black. Yeah. Is anybody going to go to pitch for Pitch Black? No. No. Well, I still like that movie, but like, eh, it, it is kind of, well, I don't even want to say it's worse. Like, <laughs> I don't even know what to say about like the Riddick series because I do like the Riddick series, but I, if people say it's bad, I don't, I have no arguments about it. They're right. Like yeah, beauty. they're right, but like, I, I there's just a part of me that kind of likes it, but like, I'm not gonna try to argue like it's top ten material or anything. I think beauty and the Beast, both of them can probably go. Yeah, uh, yeah. If there was a best song category, I would fight for 2017. That's fair. It's it's very fortunate that we did not do any music categories this year that that would uh, be in. I did fight for it, and it didn't win. <laughs> uh, you said Terrifier One's pretty. All right, yeah. right. It's just not ne- anywhere near as good as two. Yeah, yeah. I-, I think the main difference is didn't like the first Terrifier have like a fifteen thousand dollar budget compared to like the like hundred thousand dollar budget of the second one or something. I think the like first that. one had fifteen thousand. The second one was two hundred thousand. Yeah, both were um, crowdfunded. Right. Which like first one's good. Second one is just everything that makes the first one good but better. Yeah. yeah. Anyways, Uncharted's fine. It's fine. Uncharted's fine. It's not anything anyone will fight for ever for anything, I think. Uh, oh, where's where's Batman Begins? That one's bad. Yeah, out of, the, out of the Batmans, we can cut that pretty quickly. Um, what else we got here? Ouija 2. I know it's better than the first one and this and that. Are you going to be like Ouija 2 top 10? I don't know. Let's leave it on there. Let's see what happens. Oh, my God. <laughs> I, nope, it's gone. Come on. <laughs> you know I mean, it's not. You just want to argue with me. I, I think I have another one that could be another easy cut. Uh, Back to the Future Part Three, Part Three, for yeah, sure, Part yeah. Three, yeah, we can cut that. Because uh, that, most of that episode was us talking about how it's the weakest of the trilogy. Is yeah. Dawn or Rise the first monkey? Rise. Okay, Rise. let's get rid of Rise. Yeah, yeah. that's fair. Uh, what else we got in here? Da, da, da. Power Rangers. I don't <sighs> like. I did enjoy top ten. Maybe. <laughs> Actually, maybe, or you just like Power Rangers? I don't know. How many's left on this list? Like 20? 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12, 13, 14, 15, 16, 17, 18, 19, 20, 21, 22, 23, 24, 25. Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> no, not maybe. <laughs> start the cut. Start the cuts. Okay, Power Rangers cut. Um. The Departed? Uh, I'm, I mean, like, I do it's like not, The Departed. It's a good movie, but like... Oh. Um, Does that make enemy noises from Mario? Ow. <laughs> <laughs> I, don't, I don't think we can cut The Departed yet. Okay. Honestly, I think it's got to stay There might be some other ones we can cut first. As, we, we might get there still. As, I feel like the, if we're going to have The Departed, it might end up number 10. But I don't know. I'd be surprised, but uh, I feel like Astartes at like the halfway point seems fair. Like that movie's that yeah, it's really cool. It's cool. It is, it is also really cool. just like a cliffhanger and yeah. doesn't have an a conclusion. It, it feels like a not a spoiler. What am I thinking of? A uh, start a teaser for something yeah. way bigger. Yeah, yeah. Like uh, I'm sure, it, like it would be way higher up on the list if there was like an hour and a half long version of Astartes that just kept that energy the entire way through. Yeah, but. Um, it is eight minutes long. I feel like we could probably cut Dark Knight Rises and Back to the Future Part One. Um, sure. Because I feel like there are are better of both of those on here. I think all of us would be willing to fight for f- quite a bit more than. Can we? That, are we getting fair. rid of one of the Planet of the Apes then? Yeah, I would. <sighs> I would think. Because War War's just better, right? Like that's what we came to the conclusion. I think war is better. Yeah, war is pretty. I do really like Dawn still, but war is pretty great. We can keep it if you want to fight for Dawn. If you have words to fight for, Robbie, we can keep it on there. There's no rule saying we can't have multiple monkeys on a list. I know. Well, I think we almost had a whole monkey like, stream. That is true. <laughs> uh, I was gonna say because like we were cutting off trilogy things. I'm trying to think which one I like better because they're both like very even for me for very different reasons. Oh wait, what's Clark's two still doing here? If oh, we're yeah. getting rid of yeah, we can get rid of Clark's... get out of here. Yeah. Like is is the weakest? Come on. Um... I was almost gonna say like despite how much I do like not another team movie like in comparison oh, to yeah, a lot that's... of the other movies on here, I feel like that could be another easy cut. Yeah, yeah, I guess that can be cut. Um. Uh... Holdovers, you want to fight for that one, Dryo? Or I would, I would fight for holdovers. Okay, yeah. 
I would definitely fight for Hulk. Clerks three, you want to <laughs> <laughs> cut it? <laughs> okay, um... they actually did. <laughs> Um, Is there any other? I think I think that's all the easy cuts. Arrival, actually, I don't I don't want to fight yeah, for that. You, do you? you guys have to fight for that? Because I, I I need to watch it still. Yeah, I don't think I'd fight for over anything else on this list right now. Yeah. Okay. Uh, I guess another question then: Do you think we'll fight for Slither? Because it is a fun. It's a fun movie. Yeah. I don't know. If, like, I don't know. It's it's. I like it a lot, but like. Top, I don't know. I'm thinking like top 10. I don't think so. I'm thinking if I'm comparing it to the other horror things on here, I'm probably not fighting for it yeah. over Terrifier 2 or Conjuring. And then also when it comes to like, you know, the dark comedy stuff too, it's still not top tier. Yeah, we still got stuff three billboards. Here. Yeah, and... we still do have. Yeah. Yeah, three billboards yeah. and we have um, All right. Terrifier 2. Slither makes sense right now to cut. Yeah. Uh, what is it? Hmm. My no. mine. Okay, why don't why don't we read what we got? Because I think this is where we're gonna have actual discussions. About okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. So what we have so far, I'll just read the whole thing. Yep. War for the Planet of the Apes, Clerks Three, Holdovers, Terrifier Two, Conjuring, Tenet, Dawn of the Planet of the Apes, Skinnerink, Paprika, The Wall, Back to the Future Part Two, Wolf of Wall Street, The Dark Knight, The Departed, Bullet Train. Grave of the Fireflies, and Three Billboards Outside Ebbing, Missouri. All right. Brain thinking, Vika's is here, maybe Wolf of Wall Street. I was actually thinking between The Wolf of Wall Street and The Departed. Like, if you had to fight for a Scorsese film, which one would you fight for? If I had to fight for one of the Scorsese's, I'd fight for Wolf more than Departed. Wolf, Wolf. For as a better movie... I'd, I'd bark to the moon for Wolf of Wall Street. <laughs> That's my headline if I worked at an old paper. Well, what do you what do you think of Dry? One of those probably cut still, like with what's left, or do you have another thought? I feel like mm, it's hard now. These, yeah, these they, are all really good movies. Yeah, these yeah. are all movies we rather enjoyed. I don't think there's anything lower than like an eight up there from any right. of us. Maybe me with that is uh, one thing I kept on thinking about this year. Is like there's a lot of times it's like, oh, that's an eight out of ten. That's nine out of ten. Like. Seven out of ten was a low rating this year for me. I mean, I'm yeah, I'm like the hater of the monkey movies, but you know that's that's a different. <laughs> I think the highest you gave it was a seven. <laughs> yeah, I think I gave War an eight, maybe. I don't remember actually. actually yeah, it's been at so some long. point maybe we should write these down. <laughs> <laughs> but if Just we do like that, posterity. we should like write yeah. all of them, and then you, the early episodes we have to like see if we changed our mind. Yeah, maybe that's an end of the podcast thing. Yeah, we rank every movie again we ever watched. <laughs> We have to just put it on a tier list if we do that. I'm not gonna. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, uh, unti- untiered, untiered in the in the tiers. Talk about tears of the kingdom, tears of the podcast. Wah, wah. <laughs> um, I don't even want to cut I the think departed. We could cut the departed now, yeah. Robbie, you good with that? I could live with that. Like, I do like both those movies, but Wolf of Wall Street and The Departed are two very different vibes. Two very very different movies. And like, yeah. I feel like The Departed is like the best you would get out of like a crime syndicate movie of the '90s, almost. Yeah. All right. So what have we not talked about? Skinner Marink is apparently just changes a man. It's just one kind of those of, movies. Yeah. yeah. Tenet's pretty cool. Tenet's pretty cool. Changes a man. <laughs> it it makes a man <laughs> want to talk about how it's more complicated than what it actually is. You still want to keep holdovers, Drea? Yeah. I've really liked holdovers, man. man. <laughs> That's fair. You're gonna have to really convince Robbie then. I'm gonna, I'm gonna fight because, like, I just it's, think that movie's neat. To be, yeah, I was gonna say. To be fair, it's like I think him convincing me of holdovers is like me and you convincing him of paprika. Paprika. I don't think it's the same because in one of those instances, there's two of us convincing someone, and then the <laughs> other is only one, and the other one saying it's neat. I'm putting on my old uh, curly lawyer hat for when we get to the real discussions on, you know, because like in UK they put on dumb little lawyer nope. wigs. Oh, the. <laughs> They do. The judge do. does, yeah. No, they all do. The lawyers do, too. Are you sure? Yeah. I'm like 7% sure. It's <laughs> <laughs> not very sure. <laughs> Listen, if I was a betting man, I wouldn't put a bet on this, but I, I still have a feeling. <laughs> Look, Google it. Listen, we have got a list to talk through. Somebody Google this shit. Okay, sure. <clears throat> do the lawyers wear wigs? Wings. wings oh <laughs> neither the judges nor the lawyer wear wigs long black room turn as the gown what up say in uk 
Okay. In uk. Male, uh, male and female baristas are required to wear wigs in court proceedings. Hey, see, there we go. However, in the what's Utah's, a barrister? Uh, you know, like a bar. Yeah. How you have to like, like clear the bar to get to be a, a lawyer. Yeah. Uh, oh, yeah. that's what that's meant. That's what that's from. You, you got to clean the espresso machine to be a bar, 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 <laughs> a barrister. A barrister. <laughs> Yo, barista. It, yeah, it, give me another round of rum. <laughs> Yeah, I should have made that bet. <laughs> Over under on that would have been amazing. <laughs> All right. Uh, what we got? What we got? Uh, I mean, I'm going to. Should I reiterate Wall Street again now? No. I, I mean, I, I, no. No. Wall's really good. How about Terrifier 2? No. No. That changes them. <laughs> kind of. All of these that are just going to say that changes the man, man in a very different way. Yeah. I think mm. it's it's hard, huh? We're now, we're all at very good movies now. Yeah, that's the difficult part of this. Okay, okay. Back to the Future. I don't think so. I think that I think that should be top ten. Okay, I mean, I was thinking too, but you guys, you guys made me put Back to the Future pretty low on the trilogies. So, yeah, <laughs> I'm joking. But wait, wasn't it second? No. What? What was it for trilogies? Let me look at it. Going back to trilogies. Where did I put it? Oh, third. <laughs> I mean. <laughs> um, okay. Man. Let's go back to that war versus dawn discussion. Sure. Okay. What I, I, I'm pretty strong that I think war is just a better movie. It has less people in it. Has less people. More monkeys. It does have more monkey. More monkey per capita. Caesar goes through an arc. He yeah, goes he through an arc in the second one. Yeah, but he has to kill a man in the second one. Mm. I, don't know, I I like the third one more than the second one personally. I, I, and that's I fair. Like it. they're both really good movies, but but if you like Don, <laughs> if you like Don more, Robbie, then give us the argument. Let's see if you can sway us. I don't know if I like it more. Like they're very even in my mind, but for different reasons. Because like it kind of shows, um, like taking sides and stuff, and kind of showing how conflict gets started in the second one and i did like and like it's not even just like one side or the other like how like some humans are fighting for them but other ones aren't because there is that but then there's some monkeys are fighting like you know for peace towards the humans but then other ones aren't and like there's not even so much of like oh this is just like being an evil guy doing evil shit thing like there's reasons behind a lot of it too and it it's make it makes it understandable from both sides of showing how like there's not exactly a good or a bad side but there's conflict in the middle of it and there's uh they're trying to resolve it but they're also trying to resolve the conflict within themselves or within like their own parties which causes even more uh back and forth and kind of shows just like it's very realistic of just like how war start because of how political it gets and it gets and it does it in a way that is inherently not political either but it um, mm. I feel like it's pretty political. It's political, but it's not like as political as, you know, watching an actual political drama movie either. I don't think that Dawn is as political as War, for sure. No, War is definitely way more political. Yeah. But I do like the way that they uh, did that. I do like how they kind of made it to where, like, monkeys can speak English, but in the second movie, like, sign language is more of their language. But then, like, it kind of blurs the line a little bit more in the third one. Um, now, Robbie, remember in the third one when the monkeys throw poop at the guy? That, that does happen in the second one, or third one. Yeah, see? <laughs> Gotta think about these things, Robbie. That's just inherently more monkey, if anything. Exactly. <laughs> Which You're, makes E happy. What, really do, you want, what do you want here. in your monkey movie other than monkeys? Political... Political subtext. monkeys. Political subtext about monkeys. Yeah. <laughs> and about human nature. Just monkeys. I mean, you make a good point here, Robbie. So, like, I think it's... War of the Planet of the Apes is kind of more fun because it is more action-packed in what it does. And it's also more heart-wrenching in some of the, the stuff that it does. But both movies are also trying to... It feels like they're making a point or they're trying to like send a message across. And I think that's one thing that I'm kind of torn apart about which one I like more. Because they're very much on the fence of like, you know, which one is a better movie. I just think as a movie, War is still just yeah. on top. I do and, like Dawn a lot. Yeah, like they're both very solid movies. I feel like in a weird way, like because I'm on the fence, it'd be very easy for you guys to outvote me on this one. Well, Dryer likes to reiterate, it's not a vote. 
I do despite the, fa- despite the fact it comes to a vote. Sometimes yeah. it comes down to a vote, yeah. But and I, sometimes I like somebody <laughs> can put an impassioned speech and change people's minds. It's it happened. Is, I don't you know if it's going to happen with mind. E, though. You could change your mind. No, it's not going to happen with me. Yeah. I think they're all <laughs> Which monkey. I think is kind of one of those things. Like I, I'd be willing to cut Dawn to save war if that's what it took for this list. I think they should cut both. Wow. Oh, man. Well, who someone, said that? Someone for, in the, in the crowd. The here? Yeah. <laughs> someone in the crowd really uh, speaking really the voice of the, the voices. <laughs> All uh, right. We can cut Dawn, sure. I would cut Dawn. How many do we have? 1, 2, 3, 4, this 5, 6, be... 7, 8, 9, yeah. 10, 11, 12, 13, 14, 16. This might be a controversial thing to, to add to it. How do you guys feel about The Conjuring? It's not on this list. I like cool. it. I do like it. Like it is a very good movie, but in comparison to some of the other movies on here, it just ugh. I don't know. I like it more than holdovers. <laughs> I don't like it more than holdovers. I like it more than paprika though. <laughs> <laughs> uh the Conjuring is a good movie. Like it basically did revitalize uh paranormal com- comedy. Paranormal <laughs> horror. Uh to the masses. It super and, did. Yeah. What about Wolf of Wall Street? I don't... I mean, it's a good movie. <laughs> it is arguably too long. Uh, they say what fuck if, a lot in that movie. What if movie? we have a top 16 this year? <laughs> <laughs> and we don't rank them. <laughs> um... I'm looking over this list. I feel like just Wolf of Wall Street's n- like a little weaker. If Holdovers is untouchable. <laughs> I mean, I'm looking at between Conjuring and Wolf of Wall Street here. We're, we have to cut six. Like, we could cut both of them. Mm. I think Dry is kind of doing a tier list of like which one we cut first. He's like, it, it exactly <laughs> matters which order we cut. In past years, it actually has. <laughs> I know that there's times like, listen, I know it's going to get cut. I don't want it to get cut yet. There are a we lot of times when before. we were like, it needs to get cut before this. And the answer usually was, let's just cut both of them at the same time. Yeah, but we can't just come to that conclusion right away. Yeah, we can. What is this, I season mean, eight? What do you mean right away? We're at 16 out of like 40. <laughs> this is season five, not season eight. E, no, it isn't. On. It's season four. Remember season He's right, four? it is season four. Oh, I Remember our first year was comboed. I might have been numbering things wrong then. Seasons are bunk anyways. We could call it whatever. We could okay. be fucking Cartoon Network and say like our first 70 episodes of season one. And the then five episodes are, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's true. This is, come on, Dre. If it's between those, let's just cut them both. Well, let's think. If, <laughs> like, if anything, like give a defense for both of them on like why you think one should get cut before the other. Or, like why we should consider. <laughs> I... I, okay, so I agree we should cut both, but I'm going to talk about Conjuring for a minute here. Okay. <laughs> has a fake-ass Annabelle. It, it, it does has, have a fake-ass Annabelle. It does have a fake-ass Annabelle. <laughs> it caused some of your least favorite horror movies in the last decade. But it's also caused some not bad ones, <laughs> which is pretty good. I, I'm just only going to focus on the negatives of a good movie. <laughs> uh, it, it propped up terrible, terrible people. Who? They're like ghost people who like scam people. Oh, like the oh, actual, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> the actual Warrens. Who? Yeah. The ones that it's based off of? <laughs> yeah, it did it give the give them a platform? The two actors are pretty great. But... The two actors are great. No, Wonderful. Robbie, bad things. Only bad things to make sure <laughs> I hate the movie now. Um, Conjuring Two, I think, is still very effective as a horror movie. I agree. I think nowadays more than before, it feels a little more Hollywood than when it came out. When it came out, it felt like a kind of like a rinky dink, like this this could be an indie movie. Yeah, but with where it, w- I know it was a risk too. Whenever it first came out, too, like it, it was very was. risk. Like they weren't sure how it was going to do, and then it became at the time a lot of people were saying it was one of the scariest movies ever made. Yeah, it uh, it was. That, I mean, that Conjuring and uh, Sinister came out real close to each other. That was like great time to be a, a yeah. horror fan. I think. Um, Conjuring is really good. I think that it started it, some really great things in the horror genre. Yeah. It got back to paranormal horror, which is my favorite type of horror movies. I think uh, you hate paranormal activity. I hate fucking paranormal activity, but I like paranormal based <laughs> horror. I think that's the only stuff that like scares me in horror is like ghosts or like unexplainable things like that. So aliens. Huh? No, aliens don't scare me at all. Those are unexplainable. I you know. It's just a thing that's in the world. <laughs> I don't know. 
<laughs> no, they're not. Are they're you... from outer space. Well, they are they're specifically not. not from the world. They're just visiting. <laughs> they're visiting so they can probe as many people as possible. Mm, yeah. Um. <laughs> Got a little bit too excited there. <laughs> yeah, I like the Conjuring, but we can cut it again. <laughs> Fine. All right. It's worth cutting over the Wolf of Wall Street. Dry, it's secretly dry as padding the episode out so that it can be longer. I'm hitting. It's not a secret. <laughs> First of all, how dare you say it's a secret? <laughs> all right. Oh, he also cut Wolf of Wall Street. Yeah, yes. Because did you not want me to? No, I mean you can, I, we can talk about Wolf of Wall Street for we a second. Say what we cut, a guy snorts all. off a, a guy snorts off his some girl and cheats on his wife and then makes a billion dollars. Yeah, yeah. It is a um, oh, it's uh, capitalism. Scorsese. The movie. <laughs> I forgot Martin Scorsese's name for like half a second. Uh, it is a Scorsese ass Scorsese movie. Yeah, it's really good. It's super fun. I think Jonah yeah. Hill does a great job in it. Mm-hmm. I feel like uh, Wolf of Wall Street is almost like Goodfellas if Goodfellas was funnier. Yeah, that's a good way to put it. Actually, I like Wolf of Wall Street a lot. I think it's a really good movie, and it's fun to sit down and watch. But like, it's also one where you're like, man, everybody fucking did a bang up job on this, but uh, maybe we don't gotta watch it every year. <laughs> yeah. All right. Like I feel like that's a movie you can get tired of pretty quickly. Yeah. Yeah. That's what I thought when I was watching it. <laughs> yeah. We did kind of walk into that going like E's probably gonna hate this movie. I did like mm-hmm. it actually. I should know. You you did end up enjoying it, yes. Yeah. So what about Tenet? What about Tenet's it? pretty good. It was pretty good. I don't think we should cut it. What should we cut? Grave of the Fireflies. <laughs> no. <laughs> Specifically, no. Um, it's the hard cuts, Dre. Right? Yeah, this I know is the it's hard the hard cuts. Cut. That's why it's hard. <laughs> what if we cut the holdovers? No, we can't cut the holdovers. <laughs> I mean, to be fair, like so far, the biggest argument you've had for the holdovers is you just really like it. Right, make your plea to Robbie, and he All can right. decide if we keep it or not. Okay. I'm going to take a nap. <laughs> okay oh hey there's this morning um all right robbie look at me in the eyes okay <laughs> <laughs> pull down your pants <laughs> i'm gonna make an argument here i'm gonna need you to not moan into the mic <laughs> as i just stare with you the widest eyes i can muster um all right so the holdovers does a great job. <laughs> I didn't have a speech prepared, but I'm gonna fucking make Sorry, this. Sorry, I'll look one. away. I haven't, I, spe- I haven't had any speeches prepared. <laughs> I'll like... look away. I think Dry's seeing me laugh at him and it's making him laugh. <laughs> That's fair. Um, the holdovers does a great job of that feeling of the holidays. Like I, I know that you have probably felt this because you uh, lived away from home, right? Uh, away from the state, even for a very long time. So it does a really good job of that feeling. Of not of loneliness, but not alone, which is almost worse than loneliness, actually, uh, because there's people around and you have people to hang out with, but it, something doesn't feel right. Something feels off about it. I think it does a really good job of accomplishing that feeling through the protagonist character, who's the name of the kid. I just can't remember. I'm terrible with names. John. No idea. John uh, Holdover. John Holdover. John Holdover. And it really kind of builds that connection with him because you slowly get to learn more and more about this kid's life as you go along with it um while he's kind of learning that it's okay to be who he is because he lost uh maybe a tiny bit of spoilers for holdovers he didn't lose his dad but his dad's no longer in his life okay um and he really yearns for that connection that he had with his parents from years and years ago because he's put in this boarding school this religious boarding school because he's kind of uh tucked away there because he's been kicked out of like five other boarding schools yeah he's this is kind of his last chance before he's just sent to military school and he's kind of given up on everything because he knows he's never going to have that connection again like he had with his father and no matter what he does his stepfather's never going to be his real father uh or even have that really parent connection at all. And his mom is just so done with trying to care about him because she just wants to move on with her life. For her, it's this was my that husband was my past life, and there's pain and there's hurt there, and I want to forget about it. And for the kid, uh, 
it was this is when my life was good this is when like i had people that support me this is when i had people that helped me and kind of him going through those emotions trying to figure out like how it's okay to feel those feelings still and be okay about them and still try to move on with his life while you're getting this connection between him and the one teacher that's there uh in the high school right because the holdovers all these people not all these people six boys were kept there because they weren't able to go with their parents for whatever reason. They all have their own reason. And his is just like, yeah, my my uh, mom's gone on her second honeymoon with her husband because they didn't get to do that apparently last year. So they abandoned me during Christmas because they don't want me around. And he doesn't really know how to deal with that. And befriending this teacher who's there, who he always was thought to be the, the hardest of hard asses, um... And, like, this very well-educated guy, and turns out he's not really that well-educated. He's kind of an asshole. He tried, but every time he tries, he keeps failing. And so he sees a lot of himself in this teacher and, like, man, like, he's able to, like, help me and teach me these lessons of, like, this is how I can move forward with my life. And I don't have to be just this this failure that I think I am, and I can actually move forward and be something. And it's it's about growing that connection throughout the whole movie. Okay. It's very good. So a movie that uh, nails... Feeling alone in a crowd. Yeah. And is a movie about self-discovery. Yeah, absolutely. Okay. That's that's my plea. That's okay. Back. I'm, that, I'm awake. I'm awake. <laughs> Eat. Wake up. I saw you playing Candy Crush. <laughs> <laughs> so I mean, yeah, that does uh, How much how much how affected did you did you hear him cry a bit well, as he said that? <laughs> I did watch a single tear roll down his cheek. <laughs> I mean, but I also do kind of get that too. Cause like, as you guys so eloquently put it, whenever I was in prison was also very much a being alone in a crowd type of feeling. And yeah, I like Jariah focusing on a lot of the stuff that Robbie definitely would resonate with. Yeah. That's a big part of the story. Yeah, uh, it is a big part of the story. And like, but that is just something that I also dealt with too. Of Like there was a sense of self discovery of like, whenever I got kicked out of my, or got kicked out of my mom's house and was kind of, a stranger in a strange land for a while there. And even though I feel like a lot of my self-discovery and a lot of my growing was away from whenever I was in job core, like I do get that feeling because it's something that I also, I did have like my own little journey of self-discovery, even though I did probably 90 to 95% of it by myself. Yeah. But so that's, that's my plea. I get it. I do that's get my it. plea to keep it on. Okay. I guess the next question is if you really want to hold on to the holdovers that uh that hard like what do you think would be your uh, nomination to cut next the wall fuck no no I don't think it'd be the wall you say that about every movie still on the list <laughs> well I don't think it'd be we have to get like, something I know. it's like we have a really good list or something though <laughs> <laughs> all right I'm gonna go through them one by one and we need to cut at least one before we're done with this this go through mm, that sounds hard war for the planet of the apes no I mean no I know clerks three is not gonna yeah, be. definitely no, not no. clerks three holdovers no maybe <laughs> terrifier two no I don't want to but maybe tenant maybe maybe <laughs> but no <laughs> I'm going to strangle you <laughs> I don't know what point I became like the one that gets annoyed at all the time, but are we cutting tenant? Is that what's up? I don't think so. Oh my god, we need we'll to put cut that on something. the maybe. Why we got to? Because it's a list. <laughs> it's a top ten. You can... skim and reek. Absolutely not. Yeah, no. paprika. I, could I would say no. Yeah, I could cut it. <laughs> Shut and then up. me and E are going to fight for paprika. Well, there's more people fighting for paprika than holdovers, Jared. I, I haven't seen paprika, so I have no horse in that game. We already said no to the wall. Back to the future? Maybe. Mm, maybe. It is a very We late have to 80s, make like early two 90s. cuts. I think two or four to I get to. I think Tenet and Back to the Future and maybe. Okay. Dark Knight? No. Bullet Train? No. no. Grave of the Fireflies? No. Yeah. No. <laughs> Kill him. <laughs> What's with you today? I don't know. <laughs> Robbie getting a cord to strangle Jiraiya with. I debated on it for a second. And then three billboards is going to be a no. No. No, that's a no okay. from all of us. So, that's gonna be terrify, a no or it was Tenet, and then Back to the Future. How many do we have? I think we have one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, thirteen. So, okay. we need to cut three. 
Tenant Back to the Future? Because Tenant's good. Mm, Tenant's good. But I guess... All right. And also Back to the Future Part 2. It is the best of the trilogy. It is it, it is really good, but... Tenet is an underrated Nolan film. It is. It is very underrated. All right, we got to make a cut, guys. But we also have a better, uh, arguably a better... Uh, Nolan film Nolan on Nolan here. Film on yeah, here, yeah. for sure. Because yeah, yeah. that is one thing that we did say about like the Dark Knight trilogy is that like the Dark Knight trilogy is good, but like 99% mm. of what people talk about for the it is the Dark Knight. Yeah, absolutely it is. Um... And then we uh, cut back to the future part two, yeah. which is a really good movie. It's so he, super, super fun. It's just fun. like a good movie. Yeah. yeah. It's just really good, solid movie. I think that's a movie that you could just show to anybody and be like, this is good. And they'd be like, yeah, that's good. Um, So we're down to 11 now. Holdovers? No, absolutely <laughs> not. Terrifier 2? No. <laughs> gotta work with me somewhere, Dariah. Paprika? <laughs> No. Where's the web? Gotta work with me. You gotta work with me here. So- yeah, you know what's working with me? Me not strangling you <laughs> for delaying the game. <laughs> oh my god. Uh, that weirdly yeah. enough is kind of the argument right now. It was just like paprika or holdovers. I'm just so annoyed because Jariah says no to everything. Well, I, I say no to one thing. <laughs> He's like, you gotta work with me. Come on. <laughs> This is kind of a Gracie's <laughs> choice right now. What's a Gracie's choice? Like, which child would you uh, have to give Which up? child would you shoot with a gun? Paprika. <laughs> I'm going to kill you. <laughs> Can I say that on the podcast? Are we allowed yeah. to say you that? Could, okay. You could say that. It's just... Quinn fucking murder you. There's no terms of service on our own podcast. <laughs> there is it other is stuff you go upon. to. No, I don't think so. You oh, can't say that, but it is frowned upon. <laughs> I didn't read it. Um, Let's see here. Um, war... Maybe. I don't know. Because that is kind of just like another uh, retelling of how the Holocaust is bad. Yeah. And there is monkey flinging There's shit. a better Why the Holocaust is Bad movie. Yeah. Where? Oh. I'm just, actually, a few. <laughs> kind of, I guess. Yeah. yeah. That's a couple. Because <laughs> um, we had to say, like, why the Holocaust is bad. Like, the wall might be a better analogy for that. Along with possibly Grave of the Fireflies, even though it's technically not Holocaust, but it is World War II. It's Holocaust adjacent. Which it is, is Holocaust adjacent. You get to say very often. <laughs> like I don't I'm, like War's got some like questionable decisions in it. They do have a few. Like there is like that whole uh, Caesar being Monkey Jesus, Mission Impossible ass <laughs> to the third. Yeah, yeah, that's that's questionable. It's funny, but it's weird. <sighs> But I did like the like the evolution aspect of War of the Planet of the Apes is really good. I I will still probably argue to my dying day that that might be some of the best CGI I've ever seen in my entire life. I think it might be the best movie CGI I will ever see, honestly. Yeah. News, breaking news, not breaking news at all. Another union comes out. Uh, no. Well, the, yes. The, well, yes, but Avatar uh, Union. Avatar Union. Yeah, the people working on Avatar. Yeah. Union. They're a union. They're making a union. Oh, good. Oh, good for them. Nice. Wait, which Avatar Airbender? Uh, no, the. The way of the water. Oh, the people okay. worked on that. Oh, blue well, aliens are getting their own union. Good for them. Good for them. They need it because they were probably been fucking overworked like crazy. Um, but the kingdom for Planet of the Apes is a different trilogy. It takes place like three hundred years Yay! after <laughs> after war. So apparently the main character they like came out with a whole thing saying like main character has no idea who the fuck Caesar is. <laughs> they should have just said, "Hey, we're making a new one based off of the old movies instead." Yeah, they could. It's kind of what they're doing. Yeah, yeah they should have just said that. That's yeah. what I'm saying. All right. War. Can we, is, this, is it time? Is monkey? Is it time for no more monkey business? I think that might be the one I'd cut. Okay. <sighs> I hate to see it cut. I really do. It's really good. It's, it's so really, fucking really good. good. <laughs> I was it very is our honorable to... mention, I guess, yeah, for I our top ve- ten. I was very excited to bring that trilogy this year. I'm tired. I'm really glad that you brought it. I really liked it. <laughs> I know E was the one that was just like, eh, about it, but... I don't know. It's just so long, and I'm tired, and <laughs> my feet hurt, and the first one sucks. <laughs> All right, so we're at 10. We're finally at, we're finally 10. at the 10. Here's the 10. In no order, because we have to order them still. In, yeah. in chronological order, <laughs> three billboards outside Ebbing, Missouri, Grave of the Fireflies, Bullet Train, The Dark Knight, The Wall. 
paprika, skim skin skin a marink, <laughs> terrifier two, holdovers, Clark's three. Nice. All right. What's what's at the bottom? Holdovers. Okay. <laughs> I'm willing to put holders at the bottom. You, just, he, you really wanted you, to you make really sure. fought for it to be on the list in general. He like, got what he we wanted. He kept on trying to cut it, and he was just like, no, I'm not allowing it. I'm Dr- an impassioned speech. being he make stinky it. this year. <laughs> okay. After that, let's see. For how much I really... Paprika? Maybe. I do like really did like paprika. It is a surreal journey that, like mm-hmm. I said, like style as a substance, it, it worked really, really well. I didn't so, watch it. We did also make the right and be like, yeah, maybe I should watch this. Yeah, maybe I should. Yeah, but also it's that's more from than the guy any did anime. Perfect Blue, so maybe I won't. Because <laughs> I didn't like that movie. Very that much. came after this. Okay, so he did this first. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Well, that's interesting. Well, actually, he didn't do uh, Paprika first. Paprika was the last movie he did. The exact opposite of what I said, actually. Oh, I'm out. <laughs> yeah, it was like it was his magnum opus in a weird way because yeah. it was the last movie he made before. Like he had to stop working because of the disease that was like tearing him apart. Oh no! Which he, yet? I, uh, I don't remember. What it it was. wasn't cancer, I don't think. It might have been cancer. Maybe it like physically was like stopping him, him from working. Yeah, yeah. I, I got to look him up now to see what it was. But um, it's awful. No, paprika is really good, but like. It's we're in the tough parts, and I feel like paprika. I don't know how much more I'm gonna fight for it at this point. <laughs> Just seeing what's here. Yeah, I, they're all. All of these are fucking A plus movies. Yes, one hundred percent agree. So as long as you're good with that, Robbie. I mean, it's still on the list, so I get that. All right. So paprika. It was a nice. pancreatic cancer. Mm. He died of pancreatic pancreatic cancer uh in 2010 so he fought it for years but do you need your pancreas yes yes what's it do uh talks it like gets rid of toxins yeah uh i think it has some stuff with blood flow oh there's only one like one or two organs you don't need so like (laughs) if it's not your gallbladder or your liver yeah and you kind of need your liver you just can yeah. live without you can it live without it. you just don't want to yeah it sucks living without it the pancreas does a lot and i think it's part of like food processing mm. i think it does a bunch you honestly. need that then yeah that's why he died when it gave up oh that's how it works so, uh the pancreas is what helps uh regulate sugar so if you you can uh, you can live without a pancreas you will get diabetes though oh so then you're just fucked yeah yeah oh so you just... uh, it also changes the ability to like digest food and everything. Like it becomes like a lifelong battle to live without a pancreas. Mm-hmm. So no if, matter yeah. what, he was going to be miserable. Yeah. So like, which I think that's what it was, is because four years is a long time to fight something. That's a long fucking time. Yeah. But other than that, like Paprika, it, it, it's a great movie. If you love anime, you love surreal movies. It is a fantastic movie to watch. Mm-hmm. Uh, no. I'm gonna. <laughs> I almost I wanted to, to compare that, it to. Honestly. I I did want to compare it to the cell because of like it's a style as a substance and it's super surreal. It's like the cell, but way better. Okay, that's good. That, that's one way to think about no it. No horses. I um, that the cell. Am I yeah, thinking of the right thing? There's a horse that gets like. Yeah, like it. Like panes of glass like drop down on a horse and like separate it so you can see all of its like organs separated through these panes of glass. And they're like yippee sushimi. No, almost. Just look at the horse, really. Yeah, like the whole idea of that is because like <laughs> There's such a difference between almost and no, not at all. Because <laughs> once again, it goes through dream logic of that. Yeah, so yeah, like yeah. after it slices the horse apart, like it there's still parts of it moving, and you can see its heart beating in one of the panes of glass. It's neat. It's a neat visual. Yeah. Something that definitely can happen if you're uh, cut up in a billion pieces. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. In a dream, do. yeah. <laughs> I've seen a horse. All right, what's what do we got next? Um, terrifier. I think I'd be okay with that. Robbie? I think I'd be okay with. I think Terrifier I'd be okay with that because Terrifier eight. Two is good, but it is. It, it's also hard to recommend that to people because that movie is a lot. It's even people who like horror. I think that movie is hard to recommend because I'd how puke. It, you'd puke. <laughs> yes, yes, I, you would. You would puke. You couldn't do it. It's just insane. That movie is fucking insane. Yeah. <laughs> we talked about it a bunch earlier, but yeah, the date one or two or whatever. Yeah, that movie's great. Very few people can really watch it, though. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to throw this out there. Uh, let me know how you guys are feeling. The Wall. Yeah, that was going to be my next. 
Robbie? I was actually going to say Dark Knight, but I think I'd be okay because, like, they're both very good movies, but for very different reasons. Yeah. There's not. Because, like, The Wall is very much, a, very much a visual experience. And, like, as we talked about in that episode, a lot of people don't give it the... Even though it's still, like, a legendarily known movie, they don't give it the credit it deserves because they always go on about how great the visuals are and they don't talk about the underlying story with The Wall. I think The Wall is just good on all levels. Yeah. But I would watch The Dark Knight before I watch The Wall again. What if you got high on the Mary Jane? I might have a and panic. crack cocaine. Oh, then I'm selling. <laughs> definitely I'm have selling a... the Dark Knight then, so I can get more crack. <laughs> <laughs> That's how it works. <laughs> uh, I mean, I get that, but like, is like rewatchability really a big thing? Because like, that's gonna disadvantage stuff like Three Billboards, Grave of the Fireflies. Because like, those are heavy movies. You're not gonna rewatch those a lot. I don't think I'm looking at it as like rewatchability. I think if like somebody's like, we're watching one of these movies. Which one are you watching? I think I would, well, I don't know. Maybe I'd go for the wall. Yeah, I was going to say, I think it counts in the mood in that sense. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Because, like, I don't know. Like, it's hard. It's a hard thing because, like, Dark Knight's really cool. The wall's just, like, an art piece. Yeah. Yeah. And I will say this with uh, The Dark Knight. Like, all the actors do a good job in that. But Heath Ledger does carry that movie. Heath Ledger carries that movie. It's it's a Joker movie. Yeah. Yeah. At the end of the day. Yeah. I feel like probably 80% of the reason why the Joker is as big as he is now is because of that movie. For sure. And and the animated show. So he was always a character and like he was always beloved in the cartoon show, but he was just kind of, he kind of left the zeitgeist until the Dark Knight came back. He didn't become a phenomenon until Dark Knight. Yeah. What years did like Mark Hamill's run go for Joker? From 1992 till like last year. Okay. It wasn't last year. It no, was, he like, he was not the Joker in the, some of the newer stuff. Yeah. Uh, I think the last thing that he did as the Joker it wasn't the killing the, joke. The games, I think, actually. It was one of the games, which the last game that he was in with the Joker, I think was 2016. I think he did one more animated thing as Joker. It was, I think it was when they got a, who was the Batman? Which one? The the same one that he was Joker in. Oh, Conway? Yeah. yeah. He like did something with him and then he's like, I'm retiring my Joker. Yeah, it might have been the, the third he passed game away. then. Yeah. But I thought he did one more animated thing. Maybe I'm wrong. Uh, Robbie's Googling it now. Yeah. I am, because I, I, I have to know now. We're having so much debate on this. Yeah. And I think it is fair to do, like, Dark Knight Wall then. Yeah. Yeah, I could see that. Because we also have to remember, we watched an inferior version of The Wall. We did. We didn't watch it with the right sound settings on, which upsets me to this day. <laughs> we watched right. it in fucking, what was it? Mono or whatever? Mono. Like why? Why is that the default? Why is mono the default? Because it was default? a CD, oh, yeah. not a yeah, CD. Is a DVD. Early, it is an early DVD. We yeah. watched it on. It's fair. And like, I'm pretty sure a lot of people who watch it on VHS, it was just mono. They had yeah. no choice in the matter. Like, I think you even said like, "There's no way this has whatever." Yeah, and then yeah. when it ended, you're we like, "I like, need to check something." Yeah, we watched like maybe ten seconds of it in five point one, and it was like a. F- it was God. a way different experience. Monumentally better. I would love to watch that, not because of the visuals on 4K, but because I think a. 4K UHD disc is just going to have way better sound quality. I don't think they have a 4K of it. I don't think they do either. I don't know if you could, honestly. I don't know if you could remaster a lot of it to do. Uh, you can remaster the audio, probably. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> like the, the audio tracks would be amazing to hear in that, that level of clarity. Mm. All right. So I don't know if you guys want me to read the quote or if this may actually even get cut, if anything. Yeah, um, it, it was a 2022 whenever he said that he was done playing the Joker, and it was because Kevin Conroy passed away. Oh. Uh, to paraphrase the quote that he gives, it's basically with our uh, for him, Kevin Conway was the Batman, and without the Batman, there is no Joker. So he refused to play if there's no Kevin. That's totally Which, fair. Yeah, it completely makes sense because yeah. 2022. That means for 30 years he was the Batman and he was the Joker, and they worked off each other so well. Yeah, yeah. I mean, like I would, there's still the default voices for those two. Oh yeah, for most people and. Well, for me, it is. I don't know about most people nowadays, I guess. but like, I think most people mine and dry his age because yeah. growing up, like that was, you know, Kevin Conway was the Batman and Mark Hamill was the Joker. Yeah. And like, it always is surprising to hear like, oh yeah, Mark Hamill did the Joker. Like, yeah. That's not, you You wouldn't choose that as a first choice, honestly. Yeah, because yeah, I think up until, I think up until the new Star Wars movies, people were just like, 
Like, oh, yeah, he's just Luke Skywalker. And it was like, you know, he's a voice actor, too, right? Yeah. If you were a cartoon nerd, that's yeah, not what like you we thought, because <laughs> he does so many cool voices. He does but... a lot of good stuff in voiceovers. If you're a cartoon nerd, it's like, that guy, that my favorite voice actor was in Star Wars? That's neat. That sucks. <laughs> <laughs> Counting on how you feel about Star Wars. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um. Yeah. All right, let's see. So let's... right now, our bottom five from 10 to 5 are Holdovers, Paprika, Terrifier 2, The Dark Knight, and The Wall. I'm feeling... Now the real hard choices. Bullet Train next? I really did like Bullet Train. Bullet Train is such a yeah, fun but like, movie. Take a look at what's left, Robbie. There's a lot of really good things on there. Like, Despite me saying how much it is like such a experience, I would almost say Skin Marink. Because that is hard That's to defend. That's the sound of a man who does not want to put Skin Marink at number five. <laughs> no, but like at the same time, there's a lot of really good movies left in the top five. Like, like bottom of top five is still good, I think. And like, I think part of the reason I think Skin Marink is because it is so hard to recommend to people. I don't know, because like Bullet Train is like a really really good movie, but like some of these are like life changing movies. That is true. Like the other one, like like. The other one that's not quite to the same is maybe Clerks 3, because that one does rely a lot on, like, knowing the clerk stuff. Sure. Yeah. But, like, for what that means to Jiraiya, too, especially, I, and, like, it made me cry. There are two movies in here that made me cry. I, to be fair, I think, like, the more I think of Clerks 3, I think the more I think that I do like it more. Mm-hmm. And I think part of it has to do with, like, time and place, too, of just, yeah. like certain aspects of that movie did hit me pretty hard but some like the reason i rated it as low as i did was because which you know 8.5 that's really low rating. how dare you yeah because like there's some a lot of in between but the parts that hit hit hard of that movie and like it's weird to say that there's a comedy movie that the weakest aspect of that comedy movie is the comedy it's still being really really good i what do you think about my bullet train suggestion Dariah? I think on an emotional level, that makes sense. Like an emotional significance level, that makes sense. But it was your number one. Yeah, sure. So that feels like that. My number one of the second year was Ed and Eddie's Big Picture Show. My favorite movie of all time. Yeah. My number one (laughs) of the first year was The Silent Voice, which you did not like after retrospect. Yeah, yeah. But I think having like that amount of fun in a movie is still somewhat an important aspect of having a yeah. good movie. And it's at number five. <laughs> like <laughs> that it's not a list of only ten things, it's a list of like forty. That is true. <laughs> like I how high do you think Ed and Eddie got? I got like number ten from me having it as my number yeah, one. You, you fought hard for Ed and Eddie. <laughs> Almost as hard as dry hell, or fought for the holdovers. <laughs> Actually, yeah, there's a very there's a good comparison for that. Um, I I think I would be okay with Bullet Train being five. Okay. Once again, Bullet Train, great movie. I underrated movie. Underrated movie. Honestly, it really is. All right. Now, I'm between... gonna say this, and you guys aren't gonna agree. I'm just gonna say it though. Grave of the Fireflies. I can live with that. I think I could live with it too, but like that movie is, it's a hard movie to get through too. Like there's people who have talked about how it is an absolute masterpiece and it might be one of the best movies they ever watched. Can't watch it for a good reason. Yeah. But like, I don't know if I'll ever be able like in a good space to watch it again, honestly. Yeah. Yeah. And like you have to be in the right headspace to watch that movie or else, like I said, it could like destroy you. Like I did a lot of research for this movie and like, it kind of changed me emotionally, like learning about the stuff with that movie. Like it is, it's a lot. It really, really is. Are we are we okay with? Yes, yeah, I, I think I'm okay. Either? I'm okay yeah. with it being four. It, okay, that's why I was like, that's the vibe I was getting from that conversation. So I just made the executive decision. <laughs> uh, I think I, I think uh, Skin Marink makes sense next to yeah. be third. I will say on an emotional level, I think Grave of the Fireflies hit me more, but Skin Rink is very much an experience. Skibbity Rink. Now um, the real hard choice, which I feel like we all knew <laughs> was going to get to this point. I feel like it's a toss-up. Yeah. 
I feel like I can just remove the the space and then be good with the list. <laughs> I feel like you guys are probably going to fight for Clerks 3 more than three billboards. For me, I, I, know, I would like, fight more for three billboards personally. I know I might not sound like it, but I do think that is an incredibly good movie. Yeah. And, and like, underrated, you know, maybe we should just give it the spot for being underrated alone, honestly. <laughs> Um, I, like I said, it is good, and like for me, it is a movie about growth and how that's important for a lot of people, especially during a time where there's a lot of people who are very, like, I will die on this hill about things that they shouldn't have to be on that, and I feel like that makes this movie probably more important now than whenever it came out. Yeah, I think something that was, I under, I understand that Clerks Three really has more emotional significance for me just because of my personal connection to the Clerks series, right? Uh, so I totally get that. I honestly. Uh, I going into this list, I didn't expect for it to get top ten, so I'm a bit shocked. But <laughs> we all really we all did like enjoy it. the Clerks, uh, Clerks Three. <laughs> it was a really good movie, and like I think it's weird to say that like the comedy aspect was the weakest part in a comedy movie that we all really really enjoyed. Lord of the Planet of the Apes almost got the list, and I'm pretty mad about that. Fucking holdovers made the list, and I'm very mad about that. <laughs> and Robbie hasn't I- even seen it. I, I haven't even seen Holdovers, and it made the list. <laughs> you movie. convinced me over a movie that I really liked to put it on top ten. It's a good movie. So so is War of the Planet of the Apes. <laughs> it is. Okay, you're, you know what? You're right. Grave of the Fireflies off the list. War back on. <laughs> I'm gonna, going to I know he's not going to say it, but I will gut. kick you in the dick. <laughs> I made enough threats against Ryan's life this episode. Um, I like... Especially, like, for what, you know, expectations go a lot into a lot of this, too. And I don't know if me or Robbie expected Billboard to be, like, the movie it was and how much it really impacted a lot. Because Dry just showed it to me on a whim. And it, like, really affected me watching that movie. Because, like I said, it just, it it is a movie about growth. And this was, I think he showed it to me during a time wherever I was going through a huge change in my life, too. Like, I had just moved to a different state, restarted my life again. And, like, had to deal with a lot of stuff along the way, too. Yeah. I, I could see billboards being number one. I can I can envision it on this list. He's running the calculations in his brain. Yeah. But I do get your <laughs> argument for Clerks 3 also. Um, I mean, I feel like we've talked about Clerks 3 so much. Um, we talk about all these a lot. We talk yeah. about all these a lot, yeah. I mean, that's kind of what it comes down to at this point. Is we've talked about all of these a ton at this point and i think one thing that makes it harder too is because we talk about recommendations a lot for these movies i think both clerks three and three billboards are both movies that could be easy recommendations yeah yeah i'll say maybe three billboards is a little bit harder no well three billboards you only have to watch that movie with clerks you kind of need to watch all three of them that is true and you have to get through the second one but like i guess another thing too is like i i thought that uh last year's winner um everything everywhere all at once i thought that was an easy recommendation too because like the first time i watched it i watched it with my mom and my stepdad and my mom fell asleep and my stepdad was like yeah it's fine and like i was on the verge of tears after watching that movie (laughs) yeah man that movie's great it's so good it's crazy that a movie that you didn't even see last year got first yeah it's insane you guys talked me into it and like i ended up buying that movie you guys amazing movie yeah like we bully you into having number one i don't remember i think the year before we also chose a movie maybe yeah (laughs) this is this might be the first time that like i see no i haven't seen the whole over fuck (laughs) i i haven't seen skin of ring that's number three and i haven't seen paprika and that's number nine we each haven't seen one of them yeah Yeah. see that's growth <laughs> I think that might actually be a first. I mean, it was, it was not a common thing that happened last yeah. <laughs> the previous years. Yeah. We did have to fight for all three of them. Like, you know, Dry had to convince me of holdovers. We had to convince Dry of Paprika, and we had to convince you of Skinamarink. No, you didn't. I just assumed. I just trusted you guys on Skinamarink. <laughs> That's how we exactly <laughs> we convinced you through our trust. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, like, yeah, oh, these guys know about so. horror. Yeah. <laughs> all right. I mean, I feel like Dry. Uh, was getting at though they live with clerks three being number two when he didn't even know if it was going to be top 10 yeah yeah i think three billboards just as its own experience i think is more effective than clerks three clerks three i think is because you do do two more movies to get the full effect you do you really do need all the movies for three to work as well as it does three is still a good movie 
but I don't think it it hits as hard without watching all of them. Yeah, that's fair. As in, like you said, three billboards outside of Ebbing, Missouri, is just an experience all of its own. Yeah, hits you hard in two minutes. <laughs> yeah. yeah, right yeah, away. It really does. <laughs> right away, that movie fucking hits you. Is this the list then? I no, think this no is the list. No last minute changes. Oh wait, actually, I have one. Oh god damn it! Well, surprise entry. Ed, Ed, and Eddie's big picture show. No, no, no. Ed, Ed, and D's. <laughs> it's very hard to type with a chord in the way. <laughs> All righty. Yeah, our list, 10 to 1. I'll read it because I feel like it. Because why not? All right. Number 10, Holdovers. Number 9, Paprika. Number 8, Terrifier 2. Number 7, the Dark Knight. Number six, The Wall. Number five, Bullet Train. Number four, Grave of the Fireflies. Now the top three, we all have to say the name together. Number three, Skinamarink. Number two, Clerks Three. And number one, Three, three Billboards Outside of Ebbing, Missouri. Missouri. <laughs> Taco Bell, Foot Lettuce. <laughs> I'm not doing my chills voice. It is a very different voice. That's like I feel like that's a good list. That's a good list. That is a good list. These I are think all someone very could good like, movies. I think in general, if someone said like, "Oh yeah, here's my like favorite movies of all time," that's like a respectable list, except yeah. for maybe Holdovers. Holdovers is good. It's really not good. like a top I- ten of all time. <laughs> <laughs> I really need to watch the holdovers now, just so I can actually have a horse in this. Race I would love if, like, next year, next yeah. year like holdovers sucks. Yeah, what, what are you guys on? <laughs> I, mean, I, I don't was, know what the fuck he's talking about. It's a like, garbage yeah, movie. I thought it was all right. He's like, you were the biggest defender of it. E. <laughs> <laughs> you didn't even let me get a word in edgewise. I don't know why that's Robbie's voice to my brain, but that's, Robbie, that's how Robbie sounds. What do you mean? <laughs> I think it's going back to the you hated Rashomon. <laughs> just like my like my head voice came like yeah, way past cool. E, you hated it. <laughs> like that's what it was morphing into. <laughs> Anyways, guys, that was an hour of us talking about forty movies. Yeah, that's a debatable of. statement, but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that was like thirty minutes of us talking about ten movies and, and half an hour of mentioning really? the names of others. Really, that was like nine hours of us talking about forty movies. <laughs> <laughs> that's true. Uh, thank you guys for listening. We have a link tree. Oh, yeah, I forgot to mention that. Yeah, last we time. did. Uh, retroactively remember um, <laughs> <laughs> to include the link tree. L-I-N-K-T-R dot E-E slash L-O-I-P. I I stole it from you. Yeah. I'm (laughs) going to... You're going to kick me in the dick this time. I'm going to kick everyone in the dick. Uh, Yeah, it has a link to all a a social media. (laughs) We'll figure that stuff out next year. We might cut it. Who knows? Um, Although you need something, unfortunately. need something. Uh, All the podcast stuff, though, you probably have a good idea what you want to listen to us on. Yeah. And our Twitch stream and archive. We play video games every Wednesday, every Saturday, most Thursdays. Uh, Wednesday, I should be back with Castlevania. I had to take a break because of work, but, you know. Which happens. It happens. (laughs) Happens. Uh, every Saturday, uh, right now we're still, we should still be in our fun, fun period where we just do whatever. Uh, as of this, the release of this, this upcoming Saturday, there'll be nothing. Actually, there'll be nothing. Don't expect anything. Don't expect anything for that because it's, uh, Christmas weekend. Unless secretly I play Christmas flash games. (laughs) You totally could. could. (laughs) I could, but it would be weird. It'd be weird. Uh, and Thursdays, me and D do rando fightos. We get a big old wheel and we play a random fighting game. Uh, for a bit, we'll probably be choosing the first game because we have a lot of games we just haven't played yet. Um, sure, right, you'll never guess what we got randomly <laughs> last time. I tuned in for like a minute and <laughs> saw like bad Cholo Mortal Kombat. Yes, that was the one we chose. We randomly <laughs> got Soul Calibur again. <laughs> It's like the fourth that time. That wheel really likes Soul Calibur. It really does. I had yeah. to check to make sure I didn't write it multiple times. <laughs> That's good. Uh, That's good. But yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah, that was uh, Combate Mexicanos Elecciones, which okay. is a bad video game, but it's very funny. D- yeah, it didn't look fun. <laughs> it plays terribly, but it's very funny. Good. 
good. There's a character who's just a guy with a taco tr- cart, and he <laughs> nice. throws tacos and drinks at you. That sounds that sounds great. There's a girl who just does shoryukens and tatsumakis. <laughs> good. Oh, yeah, seems weird. Uh, one girl flashed her tits, and I was like, I don't know if we can show that. Artistic nudity? That was the, <laughs> that was, was one it, day. Was it during that they day? They removed it. Yeah. Uh, it was during that day, actually. We're good to go. <laughs> <laughs> you guys got it right on the line. Uh, but yeah, go check that stuff out. And guys, we're so close to our follower goal. So close. We we're close. one away. We have one. We would, exactly we would appreciate one. it if we could start the new year with our goal. <laughs> <laughs> so look forward to that. But... Uh, that will be it for us for this year, guys. Yeah. Uh, tune in next year. We got some new projects going, uh, new projects for the podcast, new projects for our stream, new dumb streams planned. Yeah. All, new smart all streams nonsense. planned. No. <laughs> no smart streams. No smart okay. streams. No smart streams. Uh, you've seen me try to do puzzles on stream. <laughs> I, man, when I started playing Cocoon a couple weeks ago as of this coming out. Did you feel like an idiot? I felt like an idiot. Like, right away, I was like, I don't know what I'm doing. Was Zafoon there to help you? Zafoon did help me with one. That was like, <laughs> this is so obvious. How did I not get this one? But uh, I got stuck on the first walkway for like five <laughs> minutes. I just couldn't figure out how walkways worked. Yeah. A little bit of a non sequitur. I think one of the very first Twitch streams Dry has ever done in his entire life was him trying to get me to help him with uh, The Witness. Yeah, like he didn't have a microphone on or anything. He was just playing the witness, and I, like they couldn't hear me either. But I was just like giving him advice, like, "Oh, you're supposed to do this and this for this puzzle." Yep, it was weird. The witness. This is was back in like the... this. What 2016 when this happened? Man, Justin TV time. Justin TV? No, not Justin TV. Uh, What's Justin, Justin TV? Justin was... TV was the original name of Twitch, like back in 2005. Uh... <laughs> oh, I'm a little bit off. Then. A little bit, <laughs> a decade ish. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, go go watch all that stuff. Uh, exciting stuff coming out. And as always, thanks for listening. Uh, thank you, Jariah, for having our pod- having the podcast. Yeah, you we've own- all been doing it the whole it. time. Yeah, it's your podcast, though. Uh, not really. You're on it the most. <laughs> I don't think that's true. I think that's I think easily true. true. <laughs> I, I feel like it's you for some no, reason. No, it's not. I miss <laughs> so many horrors. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know how things work. Uh, I think the only argument that we can, or that is non-arguable, is, is that I'm on the least. Yeah. For like the main people on here, but that's because yeah. I have the stupid work schedule. Yeah, yeah, true. I need a normal nine to five. I really do. I think you just need day shift. Even that's what I'm saying. A normal nine I think to five. You need better pay. That too. <laughs> I would love to be paid better. I want more. I, I want, want Robbie to have more money for less hours with not shitty hours, <laughs> and I'm not joking. <laughs> <laughs> all right uh thank you everybody out there thanks robbie mm-hmm. thanks e yeah uh everybody honestly really appreciate you listening all this time uh every year our listeners grow by a small margin but a margin nonetheless Half. it's still growth uh really do appreciate everybody so much thank you so much have a great rest of your year talk to you next year bye happy holidays merry kwanzaa